Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com, the Michigan Insider, is standing by in the Meyer guest sign. How you doing, buddy? Hey, Billy. I'm doing great, brother. Yeah, I, I want to get your answer to our Bud Light huge question of the day. So, the spread opened up at 10 and a half Sunday night, whenever it was, Sunday afternoon. Michigan giving Iowa 10 and a half in Iowa City. I'm trying to think last time they were that big of a underdog at home. Had to be maybe when they played Ohio State at home. And now it's up to 11 on the DraftKings Sportsbook app big board. So if you were out in Vegas and you didn't work at the Wolverine.com and it's kickoff or close to kickoff Saturday morning, who are you taking? That's a great question. And you know what? It's funny because I got crapped on, Bill, when I said in 2016 the spread was 19, and I think that Iowa had just gotten trounced by Maryland or somebody. It was terrible, and they looked awful. And you're thinking there's no way. Everybody's jumping on the bandwagon and thinking there's no way that Michigan's going to have any trouble with these guys there. They don't get it. It's a different atmosphere there. It's a different environment, and they are capable of rising up in any one game. As Jim Harbaugh said, it's where top five programs go to die. It doesn't mean you fear them, but it damn sure means that you better play a really good game there. And In fact, I was trading texts with John Beeline today, Michigan's former basketball coach, and he said something that really resonated. He said, Iowa football is like Wisconsin basketball. They don't make very many mistakes, so you better not beat yourself. Because how many times did Michigan have great basketball teams that went to Wisconsin and they just play so good fundamentally and do everything right that you make a couple of mistakes, you get behind, and then you're in trouble. So that's kind of what it's like going to Iowa City, and so he kind of nailed it there. But uh, to me, it's a long-winded answer to your question, Bill. I think that Michigan's going to play it close to the best. I think that Iowa keeps it within that 11. I'm looking at something like a 23 to 14 or 23 to 13 type game, and I like uh, I like Michigan in this one. But at the same time, would it stun me at all if Michigan lost this game? Absolutely not, with a first-year starter, a quarterback, and and some of the injuries that they've got. What makes you confident Michigan leaves Iowa City with a W on Saturday, and what would be your biggest concern? Yeah, yeah the, Michigan's more talented. Uh, you look at, uh, first of all, Iowa's offense is anemic. They're last in how many categories now? So uh, you look at them and you think, how are they going to move the ball on Michigan if they can't move the ball on South Dakota State and Rutgers and, and teams like that? And if they can't run the ball, they're going to have a hard time with their quarterback. But the one thing they do is that they're very opportunistic. So if J.J. McCarthy puts the ball on the ground twice like he did against uh, in, in the last game against Maryland or throws what should have been a pick or two, then you're going to give them uh, every opportunity to stay in the game. And the longer they're in the game, the, the, the more the fans get involved and the harder it is to win there, win there. I've seen it so many times, Bill, and that's the funny part. You know, we get It's amazing. You say things like this, and then there's a, a segment of the fan base that says, oh, you fear monger and blah, 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 blah. No, we're going based on experience and what we've seen, and we understand that Iowa has a, has a bad offense. We also know that they are capable of rising up, that they've got a tough physical team. They're capable of rising up and playing above their heads in games like this, and we've seen it. So uh, that, to me, is is the concern. you got to protect the ball. Will Michigan go into a shell? I hope not. Uh, they don't have a Hassan Haskins, though, to move the chains. Blake Corum has proven that he can. Uh, he's still not Hassan Haskins in terms of yards after contact. So, uh, And hopefully Donovan Edwards comes back. I think he will. So that will help Michigan, too. But uh, to me, it's all about protection, ball protection, and making sure that J.J. McCarthy stays and plays within himself as to whether or not Michigan gets out of there with a win. He just mentioned Edwards, and Corum had 
one of the great uh, single games the Michigan running backs ever had at the big house. But McCarthy has a special connection with Edwards, and uh, he likes to throw to him out of the backfield. I think having him back yeah. could be big Saturday. 100%. And you line him up. If you see a linebacker on him, uh, I would, you know, they'll be in the right places and they're fundamentally sound. And as Matt Weiss said today, Michigan's offensive coordinator and quarterback coach, there's more talent on that, on that field for them than people give them credit for. They've got some pros over there, but they've also got some mismatch opportunities for a guy out of the backfield like, like Donovan Edwards. If he gets lined up with a linebacker, then he's going to see that and he's going to take advantage of that. And that's where you can, where you can get these guys. Take advantage of the, the throws in the flat where you can get a running start and use your speed against a, a slower Iowa defense that is nonetheless uh, outstanding. These guys are, are so good. You know, everybody starts, oh, it's, it's, it's just a fluke. It's not a fluke. The way they hit, the way they the way they play defense is, is designed to create turnovers, and they're doing that. You give them credit for that. So, But I think that could really help Michigan in getting him back. Uh, it sounds like they'll be healthier up front than we thought they would be, which is good. I think Carson Barnhart will be back, so if Trevor Keegan, who missed last week's game uh, at left guard can't go then I think Barnhart steps in and he's pretty close to 100% now so I think that's going to help them as well Uh, Is there a player that has been saved for the big game Uh, somebody that they haven't used and I kind of I think Anthony comes to Mm -hmm. top of mind right now that he knew he didn't need them in the first four games offensively defensively but you may see this player unleashed against Iowa. Is there that player out there you think that Harbaugh has been not sandbagging on, but saving for the first big game of the year? Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't think they'll have designed the place. I do think they tried to get the ball to Anthony a little bit more against Maryland, and, and J.J. McCarthy overshot him once and undershot him the second time, making sure that he wasn't going to overshoot him. He adjusted, and, and it didn't go well. So I think he is the guy, if you ask me if there's a guy that's ready for a breakout right. game. It's certainly him, and we saw it against Michigan State last year. So uh, there's no question that he's got that ability. And, in fact, Ron Bellamy said Monday, Michigan's receivers coach, he said this kid could be a superstar. So he's got two catches for 14 yards this year, Bill. It's got to be – they've got to do a better job getting him the ball. So I do think that's the case. And in some respects, I think maybe Donovan Edwards is that guy, too, that you can, like we were just talking about, create some matchups with him against the Iowa linebackers and and, and go to him – I think he might have been able to play last week if they needed him, say they were playing that big game. Maybe Edwards was good to go, but I definitely think you're going to see him. I know that he practiced yesterday. I definitely think you're going to see him, and I think he should be a big part of the game plan on Saturday. Chris Bells from the Wolverine.com, the Michigan Insider, joining us on the Meyer Guest Line, talking about Iowa hosting the Wolverines on Saturday. I almost think, and it's just my observation through four games, that they – Try and keep all the receivers happy with throws that they're not locking in on the hot guy. I, I, but three dog games and a Maryland team where I don't know how good they are, I guess we'll find out when they play the best defensive unit uh, they've seen all season on Saturday. I send sarcasm there. I will say this. The remnants of that hurricane are going to be going through, so it's going to be raining. and Remnants of a hurricane in Iowa? Yeah, I always go to Club oh, Med in Iowa. Maryland, buddy. Remnants? I you were talking about Michigan State and Maryland. Oh, you're I'm talking sorry. about Maryland. I thought you were okay. talking about the remnants in Iowa. My God, the, no. club, the club Med in Dubuque is my favorite go-to winner <laughs> spot. No, no. I was thought you were talking about Maryland's defense, and we didn't know how good they were. No, I'm saying I don't know how good Maryland is. 
Oh, I got you. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So, but uh, yeah, this is the biggest test of the year for Michigan. And uh, you're right. Maryland's got some playmakers on defense, but they certainly aren't Iowa's defense. And again, you've got a a quarterback in McCarthy who's who's going in for his first start in, in an unbelievable environment. Anybody who's been to Iowa knows they're right on top of you there. It, it, they're going to have their black and, and uh, yellow stripes there. It, it's it's daunting. There's no question about it. This kid is, I think this kid's pretty cool, but uh, there's no question that it's going to be a different challenge for him. He played at Michigan State last year a little bit in Wisconsin, but you know when you're the guy out there and your number two guy isn't going to go and Cade McNamara won't be available for that game, then there's a lot more pressure on you. So we'll see how he handles it. I will tell you, I've been to Iowa City twice. It's one of my favorite. Uh, Camp Randall would be up there. I do like West Lafayette for a Purdue game because you're on top of the field as well. I love those old school stadiums where you're really right there. And Iowa, their entrance, the back and black, it's a cool place. It really is, and they're good people. Uh, Nebraska was similar. I was really surprised at, at how friendly and, and nice they were. Now, like I've mentioned before, Penn State used to be that way too, and then you win nine in a row, and it gets a little nasty up there. It's a little different. So, But they're good people, and uh, I've always liked Iowa. Um, I don't know if you've had Tom Cakert on lately from the from the Iowa site. Um, it's out, He's outstanding. He does Hawkeye Report. Just a really good down-to-earth guy. And you know what? I've, I've always had a lot of respect for that program. Uh, they've had some years where you raise your eyebrows about some things, but the way they operate and the way Kirk Ferentz runs his program, uh, that's a, you know it's gone back a long way. Bo Schembechler respected Hayden Fry, and that thing's been similar to that culture for about 30, 40 years now. So, a lot to like about it. Uh, it's a fun trip. You just hope that you get out of there with a win, and you hope you get out of there healthy, because that is one hard-hitting football team. Chris Ballas for the Wolverine.com. Joining us, we'll get your prediction on the game on Friday, get a latest injury update and look ahead to what will be an entertaining Saturday afternoon in Iowa City with the Hawkeyes and the Wolverines. Sounds great, Bill. Thanks for having me. All right, Chris Ballas joining us. You can follow everything Michigan football and also Doug Skeen and Chris do the Michigan football podcast that you can hear weekly at the Wolverine.com.